What's up, everyone? Welcome to Moments. This is our third episode, and the only reason why I'm saying that is because Mariah wanted me to say that it's our third episode. My name is Deshola. And I'm Rye. And we are here today. We're excited about this episode because it's a, it's a subject that we personally cannot relate to wholeheartedly because we're not parents, but we're doing an episode on co-parenting, which is exciting to me because, you know, so many people have different perspectives, and I love fraternity court, so I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> to talk about this. Yeah, so um, we are welcoming our first guest, uh, Brittany, who is calling in from Las Vegas. How are you doing today, Brittany? Hello. I'm good. I'm good. Great. Thank you so much for joining I'm glad. us. Thanks for being here. No problem. Yes. Thank you for having me. I love talking about my co-parenting situation. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, Ooh, yes. I'm already excited about it. So my first question to you is, how many kids do you have? I have three and a stepdaughter. Ooh. Three girls and one little boy. One newborn. Oh, mm. how old? How old is he? Okay, so he's five months. Then I have a two-year-old who will be three on Saturday. And then I have my stepdaughter who's five and my daughter, my oldest daughter, who's six. Oh, oh so you have a, a house full of little kids. Yes. Yes. Like, like little it's, Irish twins. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. what they call them? Like the little stair steps. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, they be running around, running amok, huh? I'm sure. Oh, my God. Until the little one gets involved. She's a real boss. So it's not too crazy because when she's around, they, they pipe it down is what she say. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is cool. Okay. So, you know, this episode is about co-parenting. Mm-hmm. And being that you do have three three kids and a stepdaughter you know that that, that that's a whole lot of different kind of yeah. co-parenting involved so i'm excited to hear about this so i mean really i guess you can just tell us about your co-parenting situation your story okay uh, um yeah. let's see starting with my daughter my six-year-old me and her dad were together from middle school Whoa. yeah throughout high school on and off again you know and then through some of college like 2013 that's when i got pregnant with her and i had her in 20, uh, 2014 and things just didn't work out. It was an ugly situation. We don't really get along. He doesn't really date women that get along with me or care for me either. Mm. Um, but then my husband, on the other hand, his daughter and his baby's mother, they have a different kind of relationship. It's like I get along, but it's not, I don't have to speak to you all the time either. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. To, to be able to wear both shoes, like how do I feel when my daughter goes for her dad and how would I feel when somebody else's child mm-hmm. comes to me? So mm. it's it's different. <laughs> it's working. Right, right, right. It's working. That's it's important. Working. That's the most important yes. thing, right? Yes. So our like our our main thing is that we want, you know, for our listeners who are in current situations, because your daughter's sick, so mm-hmm. you've been in the um co parenting situation, I would say for some time um because you guys initially did you co-parent right when she was born or um we tried to like communicate more while I was pregnant but co-parenting really didn't start like effectively until like the last two years um because we were both I don't want to say we were just so young but we were we weren't at a maturity level that we're at today so neither one of us could communicate thoroughly I felt like as the mother this is how things should go. Understanding that I have to keep him in mind, but it was really kind of like, it should go this way. And I'm going to keep you in mind, but it's still going to go my way. Right. <laughs> mm. right so right. 
um, it's gotten easier to communicate. I have to say that part. Right. Do you think it's gotten easier because you both matured over time? Yes, we're both married. So I think that probably helped a lot. We've both moved on. We've both gotten married. Um, he hasn't had any more kids, so he's able to put that focus more into her because now it's not like, oh, I'm dating. There's other things on my mind. He can actually, him and his wife actually put a lot of thought and effort towards her, if that makes sense. That's good. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's good. That's yeah. good. So how do you, um, because like you're on both ends, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what I mean, but you're on both ends is that you're, you know, your, your daughter's father, um, has somebody in his life and then, you know, you're somebody, you know, in your stepdaughter's life. Yeah. So did you feel like you had to, um, and I just feel like this is probably like a common sense answer, but I need to ask, mm-hmm. did you feel like you had to meet your, um, you know, your daughter's stepmom essentially before you can have her around her and stuff? No, I wasn't like that at all. I really wasn't Um, because Mm -hmm. at some point you have to trust that the father has the best interest at heart too. You have to understand Mm -hmm. that when, if they want to be there, they have some type of interest in this child being safe as well. Right. So I didn't feel a lot of pressure to be like, no, she can't be around my child until I meet her. It was none of that. I actually sent her to Georgia for two weeks and had no idea that she was even around somebody and then the next time I sent her for another two weeks you know I knew about her being there so it was a couple times she had been around her a few times before I even met her so so do you think that has to do with um do you think that that's just your personality how you trust the father that he'll do what's right or do you think that that's something that typically most mothers want to like meet the other spouse to be around their kids like do you think that's just you Honestly, I think it's like some internal insecurities. Okay. You're not quite mm-hmm. past the relationship mm-hmm. and everything they do still personally gets to you as if it yep. was an attack and mm-hmm. your child stops being that main focus. I think mm-hmm. that that's when things get messy because for me, it was like, I'm over you. And right. what needs to be at the forefront is what's best for her. So I could hate your guts, but you tell right. me you love her, you care enough to be around to try to even be around her, then I have to trust that she's going to be, you know, your main focus while she's there and that you have her best. I think once you're past them, you can see them for who they are. You know, if that person is neglectful, you know, some of the things that they Mm, are potential, you know, have the potential to do. And for me, I knew that anything happened to her wasn't going to happen. It just wasn't going to happen. And, It's because I know him. Like, okay, let me take a step back from you. Right. How I feel. Let me think of the person that you are. And personally, I know that she's going to be okay. Right. Anything different, I mean. <laughs> right. There's no place on this earth somebody can hide. Right. You know what I mean? I think he knew that part as well. So it made yeah. it easier to trust. Right, right. I love that. Yeah. You were able to, it sounds like you were able to separate, like, the person you knew in a relationship versus the person you knew as a person yeah. and, and how much he, you know, he cares for his, his daughter. Right. Because you're not going to treat others how you would treat your own children. Right. And right. Mm-hmm. I say that all the time. And like, even like in my household today, it's like, you know, I, I love my stepdaughter to death. Mm-hmm. And it was like a realization that, okay, everything has to be fair because mm-hmm. she's not my own. I intentionally have to put this effort there, mm-hmm. but when it's your own, it's just there naturally. Right. Right. So right, right. It's, it's one of those type situations. Like you, you know that 
if you could love a dog that much, like people who love cats right. and dogs that much, then the attention you should have for your child should be greater than that. You can't love something that comes from you less than you love an outside source. Right, right, right. So. Well, I guess it's too because your vision um, is clear. Like your judgment isn't clouded because mm-hmm. you don't have that emotion. And I yeah. only um, say it because I'm going through it with myself <laughs> where, um, you know, have yeah. a situation where she still loves him so yeah you know, she still loves him you know she has to know all of like who I am and stuff so but I would let, her, have... let her know who you are because that eventually that's gonna bring the comfort in knowing right. that the kids are okay get to know me I want right. you to get to know me I want you to right. know that mm-hmm. when these kids are with me I'm gonna treat them like they mine right like, the, it's gonna be best intentions at all times but you know you personally have to to Take yourself out of it at the right. same time. Right. That's why I asked you best. that that specific question. If it is just you as mm-hmm. in your personality, or is it, you know, and you explain like you're over the situation. So yeah. I think that's a uh, part of the con that comes into co-parenting is when you put your feelings and your emotions and it doesn't come, you know, it's not about the child anymore. So um, being that you're able to take yourself out of the situation because you're over the situation. So mm-hmm. your vision is clear, yeah. um, you know, I, that's why I wanted to ask that question if it's really your personality or um, if it's something that was more logical and it's something that's more logical. You're making it about the kids and yeah. about her and that's all that matters. Right. Yeah. It so. seems like that's where the problem lies a lot of the time. Again, I'm not a parent, but I do watch a lot of paternity court. Okay. <laughs> and for, and it seems like that, like it, it, there's so many personal feelings involved all the time. Like there's so many people and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say people, but usually I'll say women. Cause a lot of the times it seems like they're the ones that have the power, you know, when it comes yeah. to the relationship when, with the kids. Yeah. Like, like when I see moms who literally keep their children away from the dad because the dad doesn't want to be with them anymore or the dad's with someone else. I, mm. it's, 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 it's almost unfathomable, unfathomable to me because it's like they are purposely keep the kid away from them. But then be mad that the dad's not there. It's yeah. just very confusing, right. Yeah. Right. you know. And, yeah. and and I I and they don't think about like you know. And and I can only talk from my own experience. Like my mom was a co-parent with my dad, right? Mm-hmm. But no matter what my dad ever did, my mom never spoke bad about my dad. She never kept me away from my nothing because she knew. I mean, she just knew like yeah, that wasn't beneficial to yeah. me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just always interesting to see you know how people do things. And then I hear you speak, and you sound so like mature about it. Like you're like, look that. I know he's a good guy. She can go be with him and his wife. It's okay. Yeah. You know, like, I, I I love that. I think that's, you know, people can learn from you, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to do. It really is. Um, even, like, the speaking bad about him. Like, I, I make sure that I don't. Like, when I'm at mm-hmm. my most frustrated, I'll walk out the front door, walk around the corner, and be like, oh, I hate this yeah. movie. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I wish somebody could take him out today. Right. Like, I, but when it comes to in front of her, it's like, oh, hey, you know, like we best friends. Nothing ever happened. But it takes a lot. I mean, I think it also has a lot to do with your significant other. When you have that shoulder to lean on and mm-hmm. tell you, hey, you tripping. Like, that's not right. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. think about it from another perspective. That plays a lot into how I feel as well. I've never been the one to say I'm going to keep her from you hold them against mm-hmm. you because at the end of the day I don't want her to grow up and look at me and be like you got some explaining to do why didn't mm-hmm. you let me see him then why didn't you do this and that I want I feel like a child is going to grow up and they're going to put whoever their hero is their role model is in that light whether mm-hmm. you like it or not right but 
they'll eventually see who they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have to grow up too. We didn't just wake up one day and it was like, mommy and daddy are my heroes. And you know, it just is what it is. Like they got to see that right. work put in to see what yeah. a hero takes. Cause I mean, as adults now, I don't look at celebrities and be like, Oh my God, that's who I want to be. That's my role model. No, mm-hmm. my role model is my mother who, who worked every day to make sure I had a roof over my head. My father who worked every day to make sure that I knew what a queen actually was. It wasn't Mm -hmm. just a facade. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a name. This is how somebody should treat you. This is how a man should Mm -hmm. treat you. Like Mm -hmm. they put in that work. So I think a lot of women are afraid that they'll lose that idolized image of them and keep the child away even more. And it's not. Let them know who their daddy is. They'll see them bad genetics they got in them, too. And they'll know, this is what Mm. I need to handle it. My daddy is an alcoholic. He ain't in my life. Well, this is how I handle that moving forward. But if you keep this child sheltered and they never see that other side of who they are or who they could be, you're only hindering them. You have to think what's bigger than just how you feel about that person. Like, what about the child? You gave them (laughs) those genetics. That's who you picked to lay down with. So all those things you hate in them and their father, are you going to hate them for it too? Right. No, but that's true. And people will lay down with a person and then be so pissed that they had a kid with that person. And I will say, y'all. I can't believe I laid down with a dog and got fleas. Well, you you can't lay down with a cat. (laughs) <laughs> thank you thank right, you don't get me started that is that. my pet peeve like yes. my pet peeve with males and females where a female want to be so mad and a male want to be so mad why are you yeah. mad you lay down with them you fuck yeah. this person why are you mad like that shit irritates me whether it's whoever's fault it is you know and i think it really boils down to maturity like you have to be mature and like you said at the end of the day it's all about your daughter and that's why you would never keep her from him because she yeah. would be hurting the end no matter what beef you have with him yeah. but it's about being mature and it just or it's like in competition you're kind of in competition right. with you're person. in competition because i have to say sometimes she'll say something and she'll be like i'm ready to go to georgia and i'll be thinking to myself i know you uh-huh. can't just say that after <laughs> I, just, I went out my way Stopped by McDonald's, then went out my way again, got you <laughs> some ice cream. You know, like, I don't broke my back for you this week. Let you stay up late. And you right. ready to go to Georgia? Like, right. <laughs> but right. at the end of the day, it's because she she understands that there's love everywhere. I want to go right. somewhere else and get some love. It ain't that I'm tired of you or that I don't love you. I just want to go somewhere else and get some attention to you. See, that's beautiful that you are I like able the way to you look at that. Things. Yes, that is yes. beautiful. It, 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 it's, I mean, but I think that's so important because some parents, I mean, we know some parents, it's like, <laughs> it, 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 right, you know, it's weird to me because, you know, I'm when I see certain things with some parents, it's like, wait, you know, that's your kid, right? Right. Like, 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 <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, 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 you know, it's not like a random person that you can just like Man, be I mad at. Like, 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 you can't treat your Right, like you can't treat your kids how you treat your friends. Right, be mad at them. But I see people do, and I just be sitting there like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." Like how people record their kids doing something or punishing them and put it on social media and post it. That is not your friend. You are raising this child. This ain't right. somebody yeah. that got drunk and you decided to put it on Facebook. Like you embarrassed that child. You did that. Yeah. How you going? How are you going to feel when it's time for them to embarrass you? If they decided to record you and be like, "Look how my mama really act." Right. Look, I should really come home. Well, they ain't gonna be down with it because I'm your mother. I'm your parent. I'm not your little friends. Okay. Well, you treated me like one of your little friends. Right. You punished me like I was one of your little friends. Yeah. It's definitely. So, how do you, um, where do you find the common medium now that she's older and she's able to, you know, have a voice and stuff with, um, 
certain situations. So say if like her father wants her to do one thing and you want her Mm -hmm. to do another, like how do you compromise to make it like more cohesive for her? Because they more that you know, kids have more of a voice where you can ask them when she's at the age that she's at. So how do you work Mm -hmm. that out? Say if there's something that he agrees with her and she agrees, but you completely disagree. Like the child and the father agree. Because right now we are actually it's not, I don't want to make it seem like, oh, we're going through a custody battle. We're just trying to find what's fair for both and get it right. put on paper. I think people look at custody and getting the courts involved as if it's an issue, but it mm-hmm. should really be like, this is where our happy medium is, or mm-hmm. it's a referee to tell us what's fair. Right. So right now we're, we're trying to figure out what's fair as far as visitation. And the last time she went, I sent her for the whole summer because that's what he wanted. Okay. And when she was there, I was like, I'm ready to come home. I miss you. But, like, mm-hmm. really, what can I say? Like, your daddy deserves to spend time with you. Right. You know? Like, that's what, this is what we agreed on. I right, can't just right, backtrack because right, right. that's another place where Black mothers specifically mess up as. We'd be like, nope, my baby don't want to be there. I'm going to get him tonight. Instead of just being like, hey, uh, yes. baby, you got to tough it out for a couple yes. days. Even though you yes. dying on the inside. But right. we're trying to find that ground right now with summers like do I Mm -hmm. send her for a whole summer again Mm -hmm. like well how do you feel so ironically yesterday she just said you know hey I want to be there for a year and I was like a year and she was like yeah I said do you know how long a year is and she was like well no I said Christmas all the way to Christmas again she was like oh no 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 not that one (laughs) and she was like well what about the summer I said do you know how long summer is and she was like no I said remember how long you were there last time she was like yeah I'm like, longer than that. She was like, uh, I don't know about that either. Yeah. So right now it looks like I'm the bad guy because I'm saying, you know, she ain't quite ready for whole summers. So now right. we need to get this put on paper because you ready for whole summers, but that don't mean she there. So it right. kind of puts us in a, a tight spot of like, now I don't want to speak to you because I feel like it might be tension. Let's just get this over with legally mm-hmm. so that we don't have to argue about it because it shouldn't right. be an argument. I mean, you deserve what's fair. I deserve what's fair. So Let's have somebody else tell us what's fair because our right. what we both believe is different, and what she says she won't can change at any moment. Right, right. And is there so since she's at that age where she can speak, do you ever get worried that he'll try to manipulate the situation to try to persuade her? I do, I do, but I know it's because he wants to spend time with her, and right. it's like mm. you want to hear that, but then the right. night that she up crying and she want her mom, what do you do? Right, 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 so, right. I mean, and I'm sure he has that same fear. Like, she's probably telling her, girl, you don't want to be down there with him. But I don't think he realizes that I'm past that part in life because we don't speak that much to know exactly how each other think anymore. Right, Even though right. we've known each other pretty much our whole lives, mm-hmm. that he don't understand that I ain't never, my baby don't have a clue that any of this is going on right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he's like, oh, what's she saying? I ain't saying nothing but good things. You right, your daddy today. Right, you know, you miss him. You want me to print out some pictures? Like, right. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I love you. I li- I'm, I'm listening. I don't know if you can see my face. I'm sitting there just smiling because, <laughs> like, I love the fact that you like. Uh, you keep you keep like uh, thinking about both of you. You're like you're like I'm sitting there like like man. I know I, I'm I'm worried that he's saying this. You're like, but he's mm-hmm. not worried. I'm saying the same thing. Yeah. Like like you're like mm-hmm. the fact that you're able to see both sides and and really not be not you know no not be so uh, I guess within yourself mm-hmm. and, and and personal mm-hmm. about it. I love that. I'm I'm just sitting here like yeah. like in all kind of like well I don't I don't hear people say this often. I don't mm-hmm. I don't. Right. You know, I feel like as a mother, speak. your job is to raise a successful human. Right. 
and I mean successful as far as they can get. I don't want no daughter with no daddy issues. We see right. what that could be. That was and, our first episode. Daddy <laughs> I mean, we see how that can go. <laughs> and yeah. I, I wasn't raised with them. So how can I teach my daughter to be okay with them? I'm going right. to be judging you because I don't understand them issues in the first place. Right, Even right. though she has an amazing stepfather that I couldn't have prayed for. I, I tried to pray. And this is what I got. And this right. is what God has given me. The best man that could have ever stepped into either one of our lives. So I don't think that she has a gap there. But now she's having like a bonus of love. Right, and, right. You know, like I don't think that that would be the same issue because he's not physically with her every day. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Do you think you would still look at um, everything in this way uh, if you haven't grown and matured? Or do you think you growing and matured like helped you be able to think the way that you are right now with the whole? Because you sound like you're very like it's just all about the child, which is so amazing because yeah. I would say 90% of people aren't like that. Yeah. No, I think it, it has a lot to do with maturity. And it also has mm-hmm. a lot to do with me, you know, having to step in those shoes on the other side. Mm-hmm. Because right. I, I die to see this little girl. Like, I want right. to see her. And it's like, well, you have to understand how the mama feel. How you feel right. when you're about to go away. <laughs> like, you right. ain't going to send her away. But right. you do. So, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with maturity. A lot to do with mm-hmm. with your significant others it has a lot to do with your background I mean Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people are brought up with a lot of negative insight and they don't have the Mm -hmm. best people in their ear I have the people that's gonna Mm -hmm. tell me you did wrong you Mm -hmm. wrong right no (laughs) you did it ever um did the co-parenting did it ever hurt your current relationship did there a time that you guys had issues you had to work through because of that no that's good that's amazing that's a a simple no that's Come a blessing. That's a blessing. Because he understood. He understood because he was going through it himself. And we right. were able to feed off each other. And you're able to see every day, one-on-one, what's really going on. I ain't got to make up a story to tell you this is how you act. Like, you know, right. you kind of paint a picture for somebody right, right. to other people. And if yeah. you talk negatively on this person, then their picture of this person is going to be all these negative things you said. So mm-hmm. I'm just like with my daughter, I never said anything negative. All the negative that my husband has seen, it has literally been with his own eyes. He hasn't been able to mm-hmm. paint this picture himself because it was like, well, this is my child's father and that's it. You'll see right. the rest. Like, I don't have to put any more commas, question marks, exclamation marks behind it because you see yourself. You let it speak for so, itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old was your daughter when your husband came into your life? She was just turning two. Okay. Yeah. So how 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 was that how was that navigation between things because like me i i grew up with a stepfather right mm-hmm. and but i was i was 10 at the time mm-hmm. when they got married but i feel like it was in uh, an interesting kind of dynamic mm-hmm. you know in a way but she's so young so how was that like like did you ever feel ever feel torn on on how much you can like i don't know how to explain it. like like how much not power but how much uh like authority yeah, authority yes. to give him versus versus yes. like, you know, the dad and all that. Yeah, um, that was different because for them, it was an instant connection. She wasn't supposed to meet him when she did. <laughs> and mm. we're sitting, relaxing, and my mom pops up with her. And she just walked oh. in and she's like, looking, hi, I'm Rylan. What's your name? And it just clicked <laughs> from there. And she's such an angel. Like, 
I know people probably say that about their kids, but she's such an angel that no, she is. I know her, everyone. Yeah, discipline isn't really a big factor. Like you can scare her with just a couple words, and she'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna stop." Like, (laughs) like not the second one, not the second one. No, (laughs) the second one you gotta break out your belt punishment the whole night. (laughs) So it wasn't really like um, how much authority to give because she's not a difficult child to deal with anyway. So, yeah. Okay, and yeah, so to to piggyback off that question, it was, it was was it an adjustment for her dad? That that's, that's really my question, anyway. <sighs> or was it? I don't think so because it was like, I mean, probably more so when she started talking about him more in mm. the dating process. I think it kind of like threw him off. Like, well, I don't know how to respond to her saying she right. was excited to go to Chuck E. Cheese with another man. So it would be like yeah. awkward moments, but then he'd be like, well, I'm glad you had fun, you know? Uh, it wouldn't be a lasting conversation, but how I don't really know what the right response should have been. I feel like yeah. it was good enough. Right. He should be grateful, though, that she has a man in her life where she's excited and happy because, you know, yes. I mean, it's unfortunate for those families out there where women do get with weirdos and they do weird things. So it's like, yeah. it's a but blessing that- you have to that... be willing to listen to your kids. Right, right. And that's so so true. Like, it, so many people, and you said women get with weirdos who do weird things. And let's say they don't even do weird things, but they could just be a bad guy or right. or or just bad guy, bad lady, whatever. Parents, I feel like a lot of times parents get with with new people without thinking about their kids. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, right. like they don't think about how how this new person that they're going to be with, and I'm really thinking, talking about step-parents, really, mm-hmm. how this new person is going to affect their children, you know? Because a lot of times, and, and she brought up black parents. I'm not just saying it's black people, but uh, th- there's the thing about I'm the parent, you're the kid. Yes. You know, there's a lot of yes. I'm the parent, you're the kid. So when I'm the parent, you're the kid is your mentality, you're not really worried about what your kids think about any of this situation because they're a child, they're a child and, and they don't have a say, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's very... But they that's, do. I don't, I don't, they do. Yeah, I don't think that's think about it, all. like... You, if your step parent coming into this new relationship or someone entering a new relationship, this is a child's domain. Like that's how mm-hmm. I feel. This is where my child lays her head, and it's about her comfort to me. So I'm mm-hmm. watching and looking for signs of discomfort because if she's not comfortable, then I can't be comfortable. Right. I can't sleep knowing that she's uncomfortable. And it was when I tell you there, the relationship just clicked. I. I knew <laughs> it just clicked and anybody from the outside looking in, you wouldn't, if you didn't see them with me, you'd be like, Oh yeah, that's definitely his. <laughs> like, right. She act yeah. like him. She talk like him. She, they are starting to look alike. <laughs> you would have right. no idea. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. We'll see how you said that, um, that if she's not comfortable, you're not comfortable. So I can mm-hmm. also see the side of, women or men wanting to meet the person just because they want to see how it is. But I think it's very logical, mature of you to say that, you know, how her dad is. So it gives you that comfort. And I will say I am a, I am a worry warrior. I'm getting a lot better. (laughs) Um, But I think for me too, even if I was over the man in the situation, I would want to still meet the other person Yeah, because, you know, I need to at least know that, but it's a difference. I think what made it a difference is that when he wasn't introducing every female he was with to her in the first place. Okay. That's so good. that's the difference. You no, everybody shouldn't meet your child. Right. Everybody right, shouldn't right. be in their life for the right. short period of time that they're supposed to be there. 
Mm-hmm. So when it made me more comfortable, like, oh, this must be more of a solid person because she hasn't met the last 16 that she has no idea about. Right. So, so it's okay that you meet this one. Obviously, it's going somewhere. He decided to introduce you. And it was the same with my stepdaughter. I didn't just meet her on a flute. It was, you know, we really got to know each other before right. she was introduced. And it would have been the same with my daughter if, you know, if right. God didn't put it that way. Right. So I feel like ever, it was fate. Do you ever have to uh, communicate with your stepdaughter's mother? No, I don't have to. We okay. don't. We don't. We probably... The little words that we've had to each other, it was like, girl, don't get you a new best friend because that's what I'm going to be, okay? I like to yeah. shop. I like to have fun. I'm all about parent dates. Like, mm-hmm. you you've just entered a best friend zone. So if you don't want to be my best friend, then we right. can keep it at a minimum. But when you ready to be my best friend, I'm here. Right, oh. right. And, so, <laughs> and that's good, though. And I think it's, like I said, it comes back to you, you know, being mature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it all comes back to maturity level. But it's good that you guys have that um, open communication because what it sounds like to me, I feel like your daughter's father and your stepdaughter, I feel like you guys can all do a whole like little Kardashian, you know, music Girl, park trip. We probably could. I ain't going to say it to turn out the best because <laughs> none of us spent more than a couple hours around each other. But, you know, like here recently, but we, we probably could. We'd no, probably yeah, would probably be at like the it. t-ball games, the soccer games with the stepmom, mom shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. That would probably be us here in the future. We just, you know, are taking it slow. Even though he's married to his wife, I'm married to my husband, and mm-hmm. then my stepdaughter's mom is with someone else. It's it's all cordial. We don't want the drama. Right. None of us want any drama. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have time for it. Like mm-hmm. I'll be That's thirty. And I mean, who Literally. who does it hurt though? Yeah. Like when y'all can't even speak, when it's awkward, who who's really getting the benefit in that? Not the kids. Not yeah, no, definitely. And it's not like a cohesive situation. It's always combative or negative because you guys can't be on the same page, you know? So, um, what I would ask is what what is really the just from your experience from co-parenting, um, even on your side and with your, you know, stepdaughter, what are really the the pros of it and what are the cons? The pros is that they have more love. They get to see, like I said before, where they come from. Mm-hmm. So demeanor, attitude, hand gestures, things you would have never thought of. They get to see that side mm-hmm. of the other parent. Um, I mean, nothing beats love. I think the negative part of co-parenting is the fact that one day your kids will ask you what happened. And I think that's like a bad dream for me. Like, I don't ever want her to ask me that, but I know it's coming. Like, well, why not my dad? You just kind of got to keep it real. Like, not... Not rated R, not but PG thirteen. Right, right, right. <laughs> no. Not rated R, but PG thirteen. You know what? I, you know what I think though. I think as a as a a product of that, I guess, of divorced parents and and co parenting and stuff. I think that depending on the child, sometimes they might not even ask that question. Depending mm-hmm. on 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 how good the situation is, yeah. I never asked my mom that. I don't ever remember asking her why weren't you with my dad or what happened because. My mom was so great, it didn't matter why, you know, mm-hmm. she was with my dad. And I was around my dad too. And then and there was no like issue with me and my parents. Like they wouldn't fight over me or anything. So yeah. it was never a question. It was just like what it was, you know? Yeah. So hopefully for her, 
it'll be just that's just her normal. Like, oh, this is my I go I go and stay with my dad and my stepmom in the summers, and I'm with my mom and my uh oh no, my dad and my stepmom, and I'm with my mom and my stepdad at the end the yeah. other time, you know? Yeah, I I really hoped that that would be the case, but mm-hmm. because she's seen me have more babies behind her, she mm-hmm. has questions. Oh, so it's like, well, why aren't their names heirs? Because I gave them all their dad's last name. Oh, so she's like, I was the youngest. So yeah. yeah so she's so like, well, why, yeah. why are their names different? And why can't we all have the same name? And why can they say dad? And I can't. Oh God, that's hard. Yeah, that, that was that was gonna be my my question. Also, I'm like, so so she does not call her stepdad dad. Um, she didn't up until about no joke like two weeks ago. So that's why I was like, oh yeah, I'm willing to talk about my co-parenting because it's switching up so quickly <laughs> day by day. <laughs> but yeah, um, up until like two, we really wanted to enforce like her to know who her daddy is. You need to know mm-hmm. this is this is your dad. And we stuck behind that. So I was like, no, don't call him daddy. Don't call him daddy, even though he's been there for so long. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here recently, it's like, you do understand. It's not a question, but this is how he makes you feel. This is how you look at him as if he was your dad. So, you know, we move forward with allowing that. But you definitely have to teach the child. That's the parent's responsibility. It ain't the child's responsibility to figure that relationship out. You have to right. keep those reinforcements there until they're secure in the relationships. Right. Did you think, um, did you ever feel the need to have to communicate or ask her father if she can call your husband, dad? We did. We sat down and had the conversation with her recently. Yeah. So at first it was like, um, I want to give you a heads up. This is what's going on. And that was a couple years ago. And when it came back up, she brought it up to him and I kind of, you know, just let it see how it played out. And the next day, him and I sat down and had a conversation with my husband and his wife about, oh wow, yeah, okay. because I wanted her to know that it, it's not something that I would allow over here and not over there. So say she gets to Georgia and it's like, well, I feel this secure with my stepmom as well. I want to call her mom. Well, I'm secure enough in being her mother that that's right. okay. Right. So, oh, man, this right. is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is so wonderful. <laughs> this is, I'm serious. I'm over here. I'm just smiling. I'm like, this is great. Like... I love the understanding that everyone has is together, yeah. you know, like, yeah. wow. So her father if, was okay with it. I'm assuming he Sorry. was okay with it. Okay. He was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What advice, because uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm loving your answer. So what advice can you give? <laughs> what advice can you give to the parents who are co-parenting and, or are, are maybe transitioning to that? Maybe they were together and, and they're going to move on to co-parenting or that are co-parenting now and it's not going as smooth as you know as what as they would like what it should be you know right. going and um, to all the people on paternity court because they need it <laughs> <laughs> i would say literally take a step back um when i was pregnant with her i moved away from georgia to california because that's where my parents were that was my support system and literally when you take yourself out of the situation not saying everybody got to move across the country you ain't even got to move across the town but you know just create that distance even on social media, because that's a big factor nowadays. Mm -hmm. I wasn't his friend on social media until about a year ago. I don't need it put in my face every little thing you do. You Mm -hmm. can't get past somebody if you're still watching what they're doing. Right. So it took me to take literally my my cross-country journey, you know, enjoy my pregnancy and heal my mind 
and you know delete all the negatives that you see on social media is so draining social media is so draining and people put these categories and spaces that we should be on live for yourself who cares what somebody else thinks make your mind up for you and your child not what other people do just because they got cute babies all on there with gucci i'm not gonna spend my hard-earned money to put my two-year-old in gucci that they're not gonna wear for six months you don't have to keep up with the joneses the joneses might be a toxic relationship no the the joneses Uh you see all these pictures of how lovely they're doing but that might be the most toxic relationship that shit ain't cute that is not good you right you right they said like i just say i loved me some you know sweetie and quavo and i was shook with that and you didn't even know you You only go with what social media shows you and um we actually our our second episode was age pressures about saying the joneses aren't even the joneses so you know Mm -hmm. don't try to keep up with that but like you're like you're so right with saying like it's out of sight, out of mind. And I like, I recommend, you know, even for my situation, other women who is similar, like if you still care about somebody, you need to find ways to move on so you could do better yes. things so you can figure it out for your children. Yes. Because it's just going to, you're going to keep hurting yourself and you're going to keep hurting your children who are innocent bystanders. They didn't ask right. to be brought in this world. So um, you got to be definitely self um, list and not selfish. Yes. And you should always be selfless yes. when it comes to your children. But taking so. a taking a step back will definitely do that. And whether it be that you decided to move, you decided to move on in a relationship, you decided to block their ass on Facebook. That's right. okay. Like it it doesn't make you a bad parent for needing to fix you. You have to fix you in order to fix to can to continue to raise a child. Like right a damaged person is only going to continue to hurt and damage mm. other people. You better preach girl. Yes, you better. So mm-hmm. I, I would say work on, work on you. Yeah. Keep doing your parenting thing, but work on you. Cause when you heal, you can better raise that child with mm-hmm. the child in mind and not yourself. Right. And have a clear conscience and have a mm-hmm. logic instead of involving the emotions. So. Right. 100%. Oh, that's so beautiful. That was so good. Brittany, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your story. I think that was wonderful. Anytime. I think you did a great job. <laughs> and uh, No, really, that was that was really good. So thank you so much. Yes, and I hope you enjoy you. your birthday weekend. Yes. 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 I, it'll be... Um, Everyone, it's uh, Brittany, her 30th, her dirty 30. She's turning 30, y'all. <laughs> so, yes, happy, happy birthday. And we hope it's filled with nothing but love and joy, which I'm sure it will be. But thank, thank you so you. much for joining us and shedding this light on us, um, especially for it's going to help a lot of people because you gave us so many different perspectives and different avenues. Um, so thank you. appreciate that. That was so good. Brittany's story, I mean, I mean, look, I was over here just smiling. You guys can't see me right now because obviously mm-hmm. it's a podcast and we're not doing a video podcast. But I was smiling because she gave so much insight and, and she sounds so wise when it comes to, you know, I don't know, just just, just being a parent in general and then co-parenting. I thought that was great. Right. It was, it's amazing to like really see somebody who is able to kind of move, weed out the traffic and to be able to, you know, move forward, to drive straight forward because- that's the only time you have problems in co-parenting is people involve their emotions. Like, get mm-hmm. your damn emotions out of the situation so you can be the best parent that you can be for your child. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't get it. But like we said, we comes down to 
just being mature. You need to let's 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 be adults. And I look at it like this. This is my disclaimer before we go. If you cannot be an adult in a situation or any situation, then you do not need to be having a damn child because you have to be an adult in order to raise a child or it's going to be a child raising a child. So you don't need to be having no babies if you can't be mature. Just saying. Sorry, well, not, not sorry. On that note, most people wouldn't have babies. But anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Also, if you guys have any... If you guys have any of your own stories you want to share about co-parenting or anything like that, make sure to uh, DM <laughs> us at MomentsPod, M-O-M-E-N-T-S-P-O-D on Instagram. And while you're there, you can also give me a follow at D-A-Y-S-H-O-L-A underscore B. And my um, Instagram handle is call me Rye, C-A-L-L-M-E-R-Y-Y. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you and or I guess be around next you week. next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>